0: Everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Guiney Sports Pod, the soon-to-be number one sports podcast in the world. My name is Sean Guiney, and uh, we got a lot to get to today. Uh, not great news uh, on, on, on all fronts. Maybe the Patriots, we'll talk about them a little later on, but uh, we're going to talk about the Red Sox, uh, who are 5-12 and 12 in July, and uh, Chris Sale, after two starts, is done for the season. We're going to talk about the Red Sox and that. Uh, The Celtics. Uh, Remember Kyrie Irving? Uh, Everyone hates him, uh, especially me. Uh, What if I told you that a Celtics player was seen hanging out with him? Yeah, Uh, think about that until we get to it. Uh, Don't skip ahead, Please don't skip ahead. And then um, the only, I guess, maybe good news is uh, the Patriots. Uh, One of their draft picks is working out very good. Um, a lot better than I guess people expected. So we're going to talk about that at the end of the show, along with stuff on the internet as always to wrap the show up. Um, and I'd say let's just start, start off. I don't want to start off with the Red Sox again. I don't want to be depressed for the whole show again, talking about the Red Sox. Um, I... Maybe hope that there will be some entertaining, cheering up, breaking news, maybe of some sort. I don't know what, but anything uh, that will cure me from my depression when I talk about the Red Sox right now, uh, because um, it's not pretty. Just on 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 for with everything involving the Red Sox, it is not pretty. They're forty-eight and forty-five at the All-Star break, uh, fourth place. Uh, the two back of Toronto uh, for a third. Uh, Sixteen and a half back of the New York Yankees who just spanked your fucking ass at home in New York. Uh, and you're only three up on Baltimore, surprisingly. You're three up on Baltimore. It's not that you're bad. It's that Baltimore's good. I mean, the Sox aren't that great, but the whole AL East is good. Every team is in contention for the wild card. Uh, this, it's, it's very surprising. So, um... Yeah, they're 5-12 and 12 in July. Uh, they have lost a lot of games. They got swept by the Rays. They lost two out of three to the Yankees. Uh, the two losses, they scored three runs and gave up 27 runs. And uh, it's time for maybe um, something to change. And uh, everyone thought that when Chris Sale came back that he was going to be the guy who changed everything, made everything better, turned it all around. And uh, guess what? He fractured uh, his pinky finger and could be out for the rest of the season. Two games into his uh, return, Chris Sale is done for the year, possibly. More than likely. I mean... So what happened was Chris Sale, uh, the play as well, um, he took a line drive off his pitching hand, right off his pinky. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the highlight or the video uh, somewhere on social media, but he holds his hand up, and his pinky is literally bent in the wrong fucking direction, Uh, and things are bending that should not be bending um, on his pinky. So he had uh, open reduction internal fixation uh, surgery yesterday, which means they went in and put a pin in his finger, uh, in his pinky finger, to make it, uh, to stabilize the finger. Uh, He's pretty much not allowed to use anything with his right hand uh, or left hand because he's a lefty. Um, he's not allowed, he's basically not allowed to do anything with his left hand because it'll involve moving the pinky finger and uh, can't do that. So, no throwing, he won't be allowed to throw for a long time, which means he'll, when it's time for him to come back, he'll be sent down to AAA for some rehab starts, uh, which means that that'll just add on time to his return. And um, that's not for maybe end of August. When he gets sent down to AAA, it's not going to be an immediate thing. Um, like this needs time. If anything, best, best case scenario is that he had, um, if he just dislocated his finger. That would have been the best best case scenario. But, I mean, it, it was clear from seeing the highlight or the replay. Um, they, that's not dislocated dude no fucking shot that was dislocated so if it was dislocated he probably would have come back early August maybe just a week into August a couple days into August Um, so, you know dislocated finger all you gotta do is just push it back into place there'll be some swelling there'll be some um, like side effects Uh, but not so severe that you can't use your left hand. So, um, he's gone. He, he uh, he's probably gone for the season. Because if anything, the way that I look at it right now, with Chris Sale being out, he'll be out till September. When September comes around, it's either that the so- the Sox are in a very tight wild card race, or it's going to be a hill climb to get into the wild card. Because there's so many teams that are close to the wild card. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if one team kind of, like, solidifies themselves as holding one of the wild card spots. Like the Cardinals did last year. They were nowhere at the All-Star break. At the end of the season, they went on a massive run. They got super hot. Um... And it was just them and the Dodgers back and—not really back and forth. The Dodgers solidified the first wild card. It was the Dodgers, D- Dodgers and Giants, they were fighting for that first wild card last year. With um, one team winning the West, the other team would be the first wild card. Cardinals, they put up a fight so much so that it just—it was going to be Car- the Cardinals and one of the NL West teams. No one else. That's a, that. If something like that happens this year, uh, where one team just solidifies themselves— in one of the wild card spots, if two of them solidify themselves in the wildcard spots, and it's not the Red Sox, guess what? Chris Sale's done for the year. And, uh, yeah. So, my guess is, if you want to see Chris Sale come back, and I'm talking to Red Sox, if you want to see Chris Sale come back, you better get your shit together. And you better start winning games. And you better start uh, pitching better, hitting better, fielding better, catching better, throwing better. Uh, what else? I don't know. Chewing gum better. You got to do a whole lot better than what you're doing now if you want to see Chris Sale come back. Because he's not going to come back to a team who's not going to be pitching, who's not going to be playing in the wild card. That's not what he's going to do. He's too valuable. That's a strong word. But uh, he's too valuable to just put out there for two games and a losing effort in a season that's been a lost cause. It's not going to happen. So, if you want to see Chris Sale come back, uh, you got to start winning. You can't go 5, five and 12 again. You got to go, if anything, like 13 and 4 and keep doing that. You got to do better if you want to see Chris Sale come back. That's what it comes down to. Because, again, he's not going to come back when the Sox are pretty much eliminated from the, from the playoffs. And I don't know if I see that happening. And uh, I don't know if the lovely ownership of the Red Sox uh, even agrees with trying to buy in to this team. Uh, It was John Henry uh, talking to um, one of the sports reporters in Boston, uh, who pretty much mentioned that they're not in a win-now mode. And that they could blow it up at the at the trade deadline. Why? I don't know. Probably because they're spending too much money for their liking. Um. But you're gonna blow it up when two of your best players are in a contract year, and you want to blow it up. I mean, if you trade, if you trade Danda Bogarts or Raphael Devers. I've lost all interest in this team because the whole issue has been not re-signing them. But if you trade them, I don't care if you if you trade rather if you know that you're not going to re-sign them. I don't care that about that. I'd rather see at least a decent effort put in to get a contract done. Do not trade Raphael Devers or Xander Bogart at the trade deadline. Now, nobody's saying that. It's just me. But when they talk about a blow-up, that's what I think about. You trade away your best players. You don't trade away the crappy players. You you acquire more crappy players in return. I mean, if that's the, if the Sox trade away Xander Bogart and Raphael Devers, I mean... I don't know really what to think of this team. We have no farm system. We made it to the ALCS last year. And we could have done some damage. We, ran, we just came, came into a better team. Sure, the season has been going well. But people believed. I believed in them. And they're talking about blowing it up because we're not in a win-now mode. Well, what is, what, what is a win-now mode? When you're fifty million over the luxury tax, which you are, and you still suck. I mean, if you're over the luxury tax, you should be playing like the Yankees or the Dodgers, not three games above five hundred. I'm pretty no, I'm pretty sure it's not. They're not fifty, but they're over the luxury tax. Um. So that's kind of that's kind of what I look at when I hear them mention a blow up. Is that they just want to get the money down, they want to get the payroll down, they want to start keep the money in their pockets. That's that's how John Henry has operated. He cares about money. I'm very surprised that they have won the most championships this century, four, but. I don't know, and I don't know how they did it. I mean, something is working over there to where that they're winning titles, which is what it's all about. But this team is in no position for a blow up. We have nobody to like no, we have no prospects to trade away in order to start building or to buy in. If we acquire prospects, they have to be very good. And even then, the chances of that are kind of unlikely. And we, we bought we bought Chris Sale at the, uh, Kyle Schwarber at the trade deadline last year. Now it's about it. I think that was it, unless I'm just forgetting. I mean, do something like that buy you got you, you got to buy maybe just trade away one piece like i don't know martinez trade him away but you got to bring in something it's a tough it's a tough decision it's a tough move it's a tough thought like i mean i don't know how what what the business side of baseball the Red Sox kind of look like but it's kind of it, it, it's simple really it really is simple you either buy in or not the teams that buy in are the ones vying for the playoff spot the teams that don't buy in the teams that sell are the teams who are in lottery a lottery convention one of the worst teams in the league A team like that would be the Reds. A team in contention would be the Red Sox. Yet the Red Sox want to blow it up. They want to trade away their pieces. They want to start losing games to get a better draft pick. Why? Who knows? And he wasn't going to answer. He wasn't going to explain why. At least give an honest, legit reason. Besides, we're not in a win-now mode. I mean, what do you know? I mean, Heim seems to be struggling. I doubt that he knows what he's doing. I'm starting to lose face in him. I definitely don't want to hear what the team, the team's direction should be. Definitely don't want to hear that from the owner. An owner who has had issues in the past. Definitely don't want to hear this from John Henry. This is this. Did not make me happy to hear that. Plus, I mean, we got Raphael Devers and Xander Bogarts who are trying to come up for contracts. You have to re-sign one of them. You have to. If you want to blow it up, you better re-sign Devers and build around him. He's a young guy. He's your future. You have to. Um... Keep him. But, I mean, it, it, it would not surprise me if he walks. The money's not there. The Sox aren't willing to give it up. And I mean, last night uh, at the All Star game, we saw uh, Juan Soto, the Washington Nationals, win. He just uh, turned down a 14 year, $445 million offer from the Nationals. He turned it down. Went out there, won the home run derby, and he's young. He's 23. Devers is 25, so two-year difference, but still, both those guys are young, bright stars that are in contract years now in contract disputes. I don't know what's going on in Washington. I think they're just in a bad phase, like the teams like being shopped. I mean, it's surprising the fall off that they've taken since winning the title back in nineteen. And uh, same thing with the Red Sox, pretty much. I mean, besides last year, they missed. They had one of the worst records in the league, twenty twenty, the COVID year, twenty nineteen. You missed the playoffs. And now there's this. I don't know what's going on, but uh, what I do know is that you got to keep Devers. You got to resign him if you want to blow it up. By all means, go ahead, I guess. But you need a piece to build around, and that piece should be Raphael Devers. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's just not good news. Uh, it's, again, the Red Sox. Surprising that it's not good news with the Red Sox. I mean, it's same old story, just a new season. Team sucks. Owner has questions. Uh, players are disappointed. Disappointing as well. Dis- they're disappointed, and they're disappointing to watch. So, yeah. Um, they come back from the All Star break, uh, Toronto. They get Toronto uh, at home, fortunately. I mean, not much of a difference, but whatever, I guess. Uh, they get Toronto for three games. Uh, then Cleveland, another good team. They get them for four. Then Milwaukee, getting the NL Central for three. Uh, and then Houston. For three. So. Uh, your next five opponents. Four opponents. Uh, all are good teams. Uh, then you get Kansas City. Who's at the bottom. But then followed up with a two game set. Versus Atlanta. Then back to New York. So. And a one game. Uh, makeup game. In between the Atlanta and New York series. is Series the uh, one game versus Baltimore on the eleventh. So that's what? One, two, three, four, five, six. Six out of your next eight series or against teams was winning records. In the one game in Baltimore. Which I don't know where who knows where they'll be uh August eleventh but I mean it it's win now. It, you need to start winning right now before it's too late. Because at the end of this, say they lose every series, I mean, forget about the playoffs. No shot you going to make the playoffs. Absolutely none if you lose the next six out of the next eight series. Serieses. What's the plural of series? uh yeah so you you just gotta win now. it doesn't matter who you're playing, you gotta start winning badly <laughs> because um it's almost gonna get to a bad point I mean your whole the the whole s- final stretch of the season does not look easy, not at all <laughs> um the NL just the AL East a whole lot of series series against them Uh, Toronto Tampa Baltimore New York um, Minnesota leading the AL Central uh, Texas not going to make the playoffs but they're still a decent team Pittsburgh Cincinnati they suck Uh, Kansas City like I mentioned yeah so the second half uh it's very tough uh they need to win they need to try to win somehow and uh, the only way to do that is to buy' because with this team I don't see them winning consistently with this team they gotta buy they gotta buy somebody um another outfielder uh to get rid of one of the three of bradley uh Duran ref snyder um Yeah, and uh, the owner's talking about blowing up. All right, I'm done talking about the Red Sox. Going to move on to the Celtics. Uh, Everyone remembers Kyrie Irving and his uh, lovely time here in uh, Boston. We all know that there's... We all... It's highly likely that there's some type of... unknown, unannounced... Um, maybe just disappointment by one of the two J's uh more than likely Jalen the Jason, but we we'd we still know that there's probably a little bit of disappointment from Jalen. I'm just gonna say that. so when I tell you that um Jalen Brown was seen in Southern California with Kyrie Irving and Kanye West. (laughs) Um, My uh, level of concern is heightened. Very high. Not like to the max, like a little under the max, but (laughs) <laughs> this is concerning. I'm very concerned about Jalen Brown right now. I did not like hearing this. Hearing that he's hanging out with Kyrie Irving. Um, Kanye, I mean, I guess kind of understand because he's a part of Donna Sports now. So, I guess, I don't know if that makes, like, Kanye's boss or, uh, I don't know what that relation that, like, Professional relationship is would be called. Um, in fact, I don't even care that Kyrie, that Kanye is in even in the fucking picture. I care more about the fact that Kyrie Irving is there. And God knows what they're talking about. Who the hell knows what is coming out of Kyrie Irving's mouth that Jalen Brown, can, trying to convince him of something. I mean that is I, I no, I don't like this at all. I am very, very concerned about Jalen Brown right now. Um Kyrie was mentioned or possibly rumored to go to uh to join Donda Sports. That was back in February. Um another report on the eighth of June. Um from the USA Today is that he's rumored to join Kanye's Don to Sports, but uh, there's nothing nothing official has been made um, that Kyrie joined Don to Sports. If he does, I mean, that, that would set my concern level to the max. Because first off... Um, you know how NBA players act. Everyone is everyone is friends with everyone, unless you do something wrong. Where in the public opinion, people don't like that guy. Which in this, which in that case, would make other players not like this guy. I don't know. That's the only reason I can think of for an NBA player not to like another NBA player. Um. So if Kyrie and Jalen joined the same agency. What could that mean for them possibly teaming up? I mean, you can't rule it out. You can't rule anything out ever in the NBA. Any sort of, like, grouping, teaming up. Like, the Lakers are involved in Kyrie, possibly. And you've got LeBron on the Lakers. And everyone thought that they that Kyrie and LeBron weren't buddies but uh, it's the NBA so that's never the case everyone has to be friends with everyone and they'll act they may act like they don't like each other now but when they team up it'll all be cordial and fun and like we were never at odds when Kyrie kind of said himself like I forget what he said (laughs) I don't care what he said about LeBron. I don't like either of them. Um, But to bring it back to Jalen, yeah, I'm just very concerned about this. This should be very concerning. Absolutely. This should be very concerning if you are a Celtics fan and you want to see Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum win something, like we almost did last season. I mean, we we brought in some pieces, That seemed like an upgrade. We got rid of guys who had zero impact on the team. So if anything, we upgraded. And my guess is, even though odds really aren't out yet, and if they are, I don't believe them, the Celtics are probably number one to win the title next year. If not one, they're two. If not two, they are absolutely three behind I-don't-know-who and maybe the Warriors. So, th- I mean, just think, if Kyrie does join the Don to Sports, I mean, he doesn't really have to for this scenario to happen, but next season, what if Jalen starts, like, acting up and, I don't know, acting out? Starts, like, making a scene or something. And uh, like, um, maybe like social media cryptic messages uh, reports coming out of camp something along the lines of what we've seen out of players who have had issues in the past um, that leads to maybe something happening in the locker room maybe like a verbal something I don't know point is Jalen is a very he's very he's very vital to this team's success. He and Jason have a very good duo, having very good dynamic. It's unfortunate that Jason is better than Jalen. Cause I mean, what that can do to a man's psyche is beyond imaginable. And Jalen knows that. It's it sucks, but It's true. I mean, I, I don't like admitting it that, like, yeah, even I don't like admitting that Jason is better than Jalen, just because. Jalen's Jalen's good. He's still a very good player. But he's not the same level as Jason. Jason has a higher level than Jalen, but Jalen has a decently high level as well. And when it comes down to contracts and stuff, I mean fortunately we don't have to worry about the, about that for a bit. But when it becomes that season where there's contract issues, maybe a contract dispute. Like you gotta be careful with Jalen. You gotta be you gotta tread lightly with Jalen, unfortunately. Like in the media, reporters. NBA players will call them out. They will call them out if they see something they don't like. And um, I would not be surprised if some type of issue happens with Jalen in the coming future. Maybe not this season, season after that probably, that off season in between the next season and that following season. It would not surprise me. So Yeah, uh hopefully something like this doesn't happen again, but I mean it went to, again, just just like everything it seems to it seems like nothing would surprise me at all. And um Yeah. So hopefully hopefully something works out with Jalen and he I don't know. Gets help he needs. Because hanging out with Kyrie, hopefully he's okay. All right. Going to switch gears now and uh, talk about the Patriots. Uh, training camp comes up next week. Uh, the date, I don't know. But just know, football season, September 11th, week one. It's very close, and it's approaching fast. As it should. It's a great time when training camp's going on, uh, all the reports, all the lead-up to the season. It's a great time. But so far, like, rookie mini camps and, um, like, workouts and individual workouts. Um, one name is standing out, apparently. Uh, Tyquan Thornton, second-round pick uh, from Baylor. Wide receiver. Uh, he's making some waves apparently, um, most notably now with Nikhil Harry being gone. Um, I would hope that we have somebody to maybe replace him. Um, and I mean, coming out of college, he he was decent in college, even at the uh, combine. He, uh, set the fastest 40-yard dash record, uh, and that seems to be another, uh, key characteristic to him so far, uh, is that he has good speed, um, which I think I would like in a receiver, because, I mean, we see the Tyree kills, we see the Stefan Diggs. pulls in our division, by the way, so that's uh, another added factor, um. They're speedy. They're fast. They are versatile. Um, now I don't know how agile he is, Doran. I just know that he's fast. I guess maybe straight line speed. Speed. Straight. Li- I guess straight line speed. Um, when it comes to having to like get around a guy, you know, cut left, cut right, maybe back pedal. Um, I don't know what that looks like for him yet. Uh, Just the reports right now that he's got some speed uh, and that's just very impressive what he's doing right now, Uh, which is good. Very good news Um, because, I mean, with the pipeline of wide receivers um, that the Patriots have drafted, I mean, most recent casualty uh, was just traded away for a seventh-round pick. Which again, like I said last week, I'll say it again, is uh, more than I was expecting from him. But with Tyquan Thornton, I just know that so far he's been very impressive to the team. Um, And hopefully, I mean, hopefully something works out with this guy. I'd love to see a rookie um, like Thornton uh, help out on the offense. I mean, that would be setting up for a great relationship between. You know, wide receiver, quarterback, relationships are among the best in the league. Um, to have something like that come about with uh, Mac Jones and Thornton, that could be uh, cool to see. Very cool. Uh, because, I mean, Kendrick Bourne's cool and all. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, forget him. He's out of the picture. Uh, Kendrick's cool and all, but he's, he's a free agent. Uh, if he impresses, he might just chase Marty the next time he gets a contract. Uh but Thornton, he, he could be something. He could stick around for a while. They can set up a great relationship um, that can be impressive and helpful down the road uh, when it comes time to start chasing the next Super Bowl. Which, again, under check, every season you're competing for the Super Bowl. So, yes, it is this upcoming season after chasing the Super Bowl. But uh, realistically, when the team's in a better position to win a playoff game uh, is when they are in contention for a Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, that's it for uh, the Patriots. Um, just want to put that out there about Dorn. He's very impressive. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I have high hopes for him. More so that um, hopefully something Does work because it could be cool to see him uh, perform well. But um, all right, uh, that's it for uh, today's episode. Uh, Let's get to stuff on the internet. Um, So uh, down in Rhode Island, uh, there is a there's a strip club in Rhode Island uh, called Cadillac Lounge. Um, according to the reports, uh, the owner of the strip club, uh, Dick Shappy. <laughs> uh, the report goes, Dick Shappy, the owner of the strip club was at home when his manager called, uh, to tell him he had just been robbed at gunpoint. So that's unfortunate Oh, that's kind of maybe the point of the story uh but the interesting bit about the story is that the uh robber who at the time of the robbery what and uh, holding up the manager uh manager was inside of a safe so very convenient to get the money out of there uh he made out with $22,000 in one dollar bills. So my uh brain immediately pictures uh a guy running down the sidewalk with literally a bag of cash. Like we've seen in fucking cartoons and stuff. Uh bag of cash in his hand, run down the street. He's probably not running, he's probably got a car waiting for him or a um counterpart. Co uh teammate, whatever the word is. Um but I mean it's a strip club, so I guess I'm not really surprised that they only had one dollar bills because what do you do what do you do with money when you're at a strip club? And you definitely don't use five dollar bills when you're using it, when you're doing this with money. Uh yeah, you're throwing them. So I guess I'm not really Surprised that it was only $1 bills. uh, Maybe that would be a good business technique is that um, for, like, future – for, like, other, like, companies is that it may incline, like, a robber to turn away from robbing a place because it's only $1 bills. And that would would look suspicious when you're trying to, like, move it, um, do stuff with it whatever it may be, uh, that may look a little suspicious. And uh, so, I don't know, maybe some good will come out of this unfortunate robbery because, again, it's unfortunate that place got robbed. But, you know, that'll teach uh, a lesson to other businesses as to convert everything into $1 bills. I don't know. I don't care. All I know is that I'm done for the day. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Packed episode. Got a lot done. Um, back next week talking probably some more Red Sox unfortunately, yeah I know I'm sorry um, and depending on when the Patriots training camp starts um, we'll talk a little bit about that uh, and whatever else happens in uh, Boston So that's it for me, I'm done, thank you guys for listening uh, tell your friends, tell your mothers tell your mothers' friends and your friends' mothers and I'll see you guys next time